Squid Comics Podcast, Episode 10, Volume 3. 10. We've only done 10 episodes. This year. I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we're together every couple weeks, so that would be about 10 episodes, because it's May, which is fifth month, twice a month, five times two, ten. Every couple weeks, we talk about comic books and TV shows and movies and stuff. I like to keep us focused on comics, but... You know, that doesn't always work. The first hour is going to be about TV. No, it's not. We're going to focus on comics. Oh, I, whatever. I finished Invincible. About time. I mean, barely. I rewatched one episode. Hmm. What'd you think? Bloody. Everybody tells me it gets bloody. Well, I know. The comic's was, bloody. I know. Wasn't that last episode, though, just seemed to be a bloody mess? Yeah, so I'm not technically finished. I have like five minutes left, but oh, okay. he's in the hospital. Yeah. And I'm assuming maybe what there's do they do like for a big cliffhanger. Is there a big cliffhanger? Because no. it's basically the 80s montage where everybody's going back to whatever and they're wiping the blood off the thing. And... Right. I mean, there isn't really a big cliffhanger besides the fact that it's kind of just, it kind of hits on all the little plot points that they they had done, they had dropped throughout the season that they really didn't tie up. They really didn't tie up. I know. You know, like the alien, you know, from Mars and the... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. What, Alan the Martian? And the last two ones. were Alan the pretty brutal. Bloody. Cool. That is true. That but just the whole thing where he's like trying to save the people from the building, you know, and whatever. You know? <laughs> I, I, I knew that. Like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, that's just going to be an arm. Like, a bloody oh, yeah, arm. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, you he's, know, he's they got trying the to kid, save the building. You got the little kid that's like in the room and everything else, and it's just like... Omni-Man smashes him, and he goes through, like, a building and through the street. And so the building's starting to fall, and so Mark's up there trying to hold the building, and there's, like, a little kid there, and the mom or whatever. And so he's holding on to one and holding the building, and the whole building falls down, and he comes out of the rubble. Like, he's pulling the With person. Just the arm. Yeah. And it's just a dismembered arm <laughs> that he's holding. Yeah. So you said he's in the hospital. Yeah, I mean, what do they do the, for the hospital? I mean, he's, it's the same he, old thing that they always do. Automatically, well, it's yeah, the same old but, thing that they always did in the comic. Was he'd wake up and he's in, you know, Cecil's little, you know, see, it's like a healing factor, right? Like he grows, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just that they were monitoring him to make sure that nobody else. Well, like, he was in a coma. Comes in here. And to, and seems like every superhero has like a healing factor. They get the living crap beat out of him by Omni Man. Yeah, can he grow arms back? I think so. Like Savage Dragon get jacked up at one point. Seems like it. He gets checked up so often. I know. He does get messed up. I mean, he's just slightly better than Kickass in that respect. (laughs) Kickass didn't have a healing factor. He did not have a healing factor. He had no powers. No, he had actually heal, but he couldn't feel anything. So, but it does just seem like Invincible gets his ass kicked on a regular basis. Are you guys watching Jupiter's Life? Yeah, I'm like six episodes in. Fuck, that's bad, isn't it? It's burnt. I love it. Okay, I think it's awesome. Did you watch the whole thing? I did watch all eight episodes. You didn't like it? I I was not that impressed. I was I was oh, I just it. yeah. My okay. wife did not like it very well. Uh, even my watching. dad was watching it. He's just like, does this thing get better? So yeah, yeah it, gets it way better. started out, and I'm like, this is I terrible. Oh, you haven't really? watched it? I've watched the first six episodes. Oh no, I'm I'm I like this is bad. I'm like this is like Why this is, is where bad? this is okay, where so I was sitting there quality was, go listen, listen this no, is where quality is like up high on all TV shows and everything, and this one just came out of the gate like. <clears throat> all right, here's like, here's the deal. 
So I was watching it today on the gym. I'm watching on the trip. I'm like, man, the critics didn't like this. I love this. I'm like, I don't understand why nobody likes this. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Dude, I was they like, know how to feel that look. I really Woo! like it. So explain <laughs> to me what's bad bad. about it. Like, put it. Don't just say it's bad. Explain no, to me I, the I, problems. I will. Because I don't understand the problems. Because I really like it. It was mediocre. No, that's not a that's not the a criticism. The beginning. Explain the problems. It didn't grab you. It didn't have a huge thing. It was it just seemed okay, so low it didn't, budget. It didn't come out of the gate and grab you like mm. boom. Yeah. Here it is. Correct. This is it's what a, it is. It's a slow burn. It's a slow burn, but I mean like it just felt it felt like a B horror. It felt like a B movie compared to everything else. Like, but why? It does a little. It bit It just there. did. I don't know why. That's honestly, the feeling I got. Honestly, but ooh, unlike yeah. Scott, I am enjoying it. I am getting into it. But oh. at first, I started watching it. I'm saying you didn't enjoy it. Oh no, or, I did enjoy it. But it's not. It doesn't start out the best. I just I watched it and I went. This is like watching the Captain America T made for TV movie after you've watched. The Avengers or Captain America, whatever. It just didn't seem like it was on par. It's not on par. That's part of the problem. I mean, I can't say it was awful by any means. I, I enjoyed it for what it is, but the problem is is that I have a hard time recommending it to anybody because I just don't... I think a lot of the concepts that they're trying to, to do are not... They're not anything different, new, whatever. I don't they're even know if it's same. not nothing different. It's just that it, the age has changed over time and that's what the show is trying to to do but it's just made the old guard seem like a bunch of doofuses in a way because of the fact that they're trying to pull back in to go hey this is what we should do is like back in the 1950s where we don't kill we don't do this you know and their whole argument is the times have changed the villains have changed you're not going to get the villains to change you've got to do something there to to show them the consequence in one way or of your actions it just seems like their whole argument of what they're trying to do with the new age and the old age is not working because the majority of people are in the new age now that have gone to see these superhero flicks and whatever else where killing or whatever the heck else is a norm and having a hard time of understanding of what the hell this guy's about to go up a nuclear bomb. He just killed three of his best friends and now for him to go kill him. You know, type thing. His dad is just being a total jerk, you know, about it. Now, some of it is trying to to explain why there's going to be maybe a breakout later. But the comic book never felt the need to do that. The comic book dropped you right in the action to go, there is a rift between the old guard and the new guard. The new guard seems like to be a bunch of freaking just, you know, rich kid pansy asses. The old guard, you know, grew up through a bunch of things. It seemed to have a better generational gap reason in some respects than what the reason that they're trying to use in this tv show and they're trying to get a little bit more background that the comic book never seemed to need as well as the whole damn story of how they got the powers in the first place while i know they were trying to go for a close encounters of the third kind type of thing it comes off boring and slow as shit yeah, I'm in mean, like six episodes. They haven't even gotten exactly, it's and cool. it just it's is like building. It's oh, like building no. anticipation. It I'm is like, just breaking. Wow, I can't wait to see how this it, works. It out. is it's just cool. to me. It's not to me. It's just breaking the whatever trying to momentum you're trying to get with the actual story of this generation gap. You know, between things to this this whole thing of what the hell's going on? I mean, he's going out of his guard, whatever else. It was like they were trying to mix a, like Jupiter's legacy and what was the other one where they talk about the old yeah. the old team a bit more, sure. you know? And it just, that's where I think the, the problems came in. Because while I'm 
I, I'm okay with a lot of it because I know the story, you know, and things. I'm like, I think that uh, the guy playing Hutch is fantastic. I thought he came in there great, you know, and kind of had the cocky attitude, you know, and, and stuff of that nature. And, and I think actually the girl that they got to play the uh, the daughter, you know, of kind of the royal family, Chloe. whatever you want to say. I thought that she's pretty spot on. But trying to give the, the superhero boy a bit of more of a backstory, you know, in the comics, he starts off, you know, he's already kind of disillusioned with his dad, you know, and kind of a dick. I don't know if it's working for me, to tell you the truth on that. I'm, I didn't, I was just like... I watched it. Maybe it's because we've been waiting for this forever. Like, how long ago did Miller do the deal? Like, two years, oh, three God. years? It, it seems like that? forever. Yeah, it seems like And I'm just time. like, like, what What show were we watching? And I was like, that's how you start a show or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's Yeah, but this is like old school. It's like, it's not trying, like, okay, yeah, new I shows. Just, it, it's like Walking Dead. Like, you gotta have a shock. You gotta live on a cliffhanger. You gotta, right. like, hit him, hit him, hit him. Well, this is like... Old school, and it works because it's doing like old school, like superhero type stuff, right? You know? No, and, and so it like it's thematically fits, yeah. you know. It's, it's it's not all flashbang whiz, you know, one liners, witty, you know, true, you know. It's not like the super fast, right? You know, and I it's think, like an old school type show. And like I said, I think as I've been watching it, I'm enjoying it. Like I want to watch it. I want to sit down and finish it. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. want to watch the next no, episode. It's like the more I so watch, I mean, the more I want to watch. Right. The rest. I'm enjoying it. It was just at the beginning, I was just like the first five minutes or whatever. I'm just like this. I'm like, oh, this is this is bad. Like, this is no good. Yeah, and, I I, and I'm starting to. Even as a, it went different. on, in some cases, it picks up a little bit, but their whole turn, I think that they try to show in the last couple of episodes just didn't work for me. Well, I haven't got there yet. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to ruin too much the there, end. but I'm not, I, I, there I felt like it, it was going, I was doing okay. And you know, overall and going, man, this is really slow. I'm not buying into their, 1930 you know adventure type thing i'm like i wish they just skipped that i love that part you know? it feels like an old 40s type yeah. Indiana jones type thing we really we uh, prepared 99 eggs for you of different there's some things like that <laughs> but like, you know i'll try number 47 today the, the fact like, of oh my god the kookiness of you know where our lead character's going you know just didn't really i thought they spent too damn long going with him to stuff you know, okay, I got a vision. I got to go to Kansas. He goes to Kansas. He sees this other guy. This other guy tells him a bunch of weird shit that I don't know what the hell he was complaining See, about, you know, and things. And then he's like, oh, it's I got to go tell. Huh? You didn't make it to Kansas yet? No. What episode are you on? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that whole thing, he's like, oh, I seen some people at a table downstairs. Oh, well, okay, we're going to go here, you know, and things. I, I, For me, I needed to have the introduction of, you know, him, maybe his dad, you know, dying, you know, me, like you said, the, the rich boy, you get to know that type of stuff, you know, some of that little background, you know, type things. Then I needed to skip that whole shit probably between episodes three to six on him going loony toony and trying to do all this different stuff and just jump me to the fact that, hey, I had a vision. Hey, let's go on a boat. You know, we feed up some of this type of stuff, you know, get on there and we find out that, hey, they get their powers. You know, there's four episodes too long, which probably constitutes at least probably an hour's worth of footage of him just going, ah, oh, I see some new vision. Somebody's up. telling him something else, you know. Uh, to me, it's, it's, 
it's not building up anything except for more of a reason for, I guess, that I'm supposed to hate our Superman guy, you know, type thing at the end of the day. Yeah, it's Superman. I mean, that's it, what is. it is. He is your Superman. It, he's, he's on a bar. Boy Scout type of thing. It's what's Boy funny because, like, don't kill the villain, the blast stars like Doomsday or a. Uh, or Apocalypse. It's so funny because I'm reading you know, Watchmen and, like, and I'm watching that. It's like the same thing. It's like you got the old guard, you got the new guard, and yeah. it's like it's a lot like Watchmen. I've read this. <laughs> yes, but yet in Watchmen. But here's the thing. With, I mean, it kind of with Watchmen though. The old guard knew their time was past. They were passing it on to the to the new guard. Yeah, they they knew there was differences in the world, you know, and things and things were changing. How do we change with them? The, this thing is like, no, I've got to, I can't kill anybody. Oh my God, my son just saved me for, and probably my wife from certain destruction. And I'm mad at way. him because he killed somebody. Find a better way, Scott. So there's always the code. A there's a million different ways. There's a million different ways. And he it's took code. one of them that because of the fact that he was frustrated. Well, I think the that's time. the interesting part. That's what yeah. causes the uh, conflict. See, I don't. Well, and it's but, very because, in my opinion, the times have changed to the point where, you know, that's no longer an argument. With, with some of that. And it's very times. I mean, the whole thing's like, uh, of the times, you know, it's like, oh, the world's divided. Like, 50% of the people say that I should, we should have killed him. And 50%, you know, and it's Could like the world's in unrest and, you know, there it's, is just, it's very. That. Yeah, but they were very, trying, they're trying to make an argument, I guess, to me, that seemed not the way to go. That you should have went somewhere else. I mean, it pissed me off to no end when I heard the damn part where he's like, well, you tell us never to get involved. You know, they these superheroes let freaking Holocaust happen. They're a bunch of freaking... I, I think they should kill the whole old, old guard right there and then. You know? You guys get involved if there's freaking mass killings going on. It's not the code. Obviously. And their code is stupid. You know? Like that's, I said, that creates to some, me, That's what the whole point of the book is. Is because... You have those. That's that's where it comes to a head. It does. Like that's why that one guy breaks apart, and they have the big uprising, and they have the big fight. Because... They do in the book, you know, somewhat. It just, just for whatever reason, I felt like maybe the book was better pacing, and that they didn't need to have certain examples that they did here. Yeah, totally. You know, I mean, the book. Like, you know, something, something with the way that the book ran. While I knew that there were philosophical differences between the two, maybe I, the fact of you know some of that type of stuff maybe wasn't as well explained and this way I didn't need to know, you know, except for the fact that there was philosophical, you know, the biggest philosophical difference I got out of the book, what I remember is do we need to rule them or do we need them to make their own choices? And then we just go ahead and try to save the day, you know, was that type of thing, not this crap of kill or not kill, you know, type type of things. Granted, they didn't kill it. They didn't have to, you know, and I don't know that you ever saw any of them there, but the big thing, that I thought it was, was that we were not to rule them, yeah. you know, type and of thing. And they talked about that earlier in the first episode. No, they talk about it in the show, yeah. but they decided not to say that ruling was the big thing. They yeah. decided to go the direction of not killing being the biggest part well, of the yeah, because that's kind of what happened, and so that kind of... I know. They get fixated they, on they, that. That's right. They went the wrong direction. But I think... But I haven't seen opinion. the rest. I assume it somehow comes around. It whatever. does, and I don't feel like it's as good as what the book, as what the book did. You know, type of thing. You know, instead they felt like they needed to have a way to try to make it more of a who who's in who is the the traitor type of thing. And uh, I don't know. Like I said, I I don't. What's well, funny because you've watched like two episodes. I've watched like five and a half, and Scott's watched the whole thing. So yeah. we're all coming at it from different directions. Th that is true. That is true. 
you know, where I was probably just gradually watching it and going, eh, this is so-so, yeah, okay, maybe. And then by the time I got to the end, I'm like, really? That's the direction you kind of went with this overall? Eh, okay, you know, type things. Yeah, but I'm it really just, liking it. You know, I had my, both my brother and my dad That's talking good. to them, and neither one of them were enjoying it either. And I, I can't tell them to stick with it because overall... I did. I thought that there were. There's Man, better things out there. Season. You know. I'm sure. We well, and part of the problem of is, is that Invincible's out there. You know, and if I'm going to choose between Jupiter's Legacy and Invincible, I'm going to pick Invincible every time. I'm totally so. ch choosing Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah. Well, you made a wrong choice. Invincible's anime. You chose. It is, poorly. but it is dang good animation. <laughs> it's a whole hell of a lot better story than what's going on in Jupiter's Legacy. You chose Legacy. poorly. Yeah, Invincible is just a reimagining of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, exactly. I've read the comic. Cool. Pretty much is. Well, there you go. So, yeah, it, you wanted to know what was wrong with it. That I can even probably go into more of you once you yeah, see the other episodes. I mean, you're so. entitled to your opinion. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. So I haven't that's got good. to the end yet, though. What the hell are but you yeah, doing I, I, that? That's I what I'm know. hearing, that people are liking it. I'm like, I just yeah. can't figure out why. I, I just... I think it's buying into the, the philosophical principles Sounds that they were like trying to do. Sounds like it kind of rubbed you the wrong way. So, do you have this, or did you borrow it? I borrowed it. Uh, do I did you read it? much of anything? Yes. I did. Nice. So, Can't wait to hear what you thought. I've reread that. Okay. I should have told you. I don't have yeah, to. there you yeah, go. Yeah, you should have. You saw uh, me hand it to him? No, I didn't. You were in well, the Well, it was like a month ago to be to the credit um, there type of thing. It cool. was a while ago. Uh, All right. But yeah, Invincible is really good. So I would say watch that watch it. So yeah, Jesus, that's you're fine. Missing out, dude. So I read the comic. That's true. You read Jupiter's Legacy too. I know, but so here's the deal. Like Invincible is like, you know, 144 issues. One of my favorite comics of all time. I don't need to see an adaptation of that. Jupiter's Legacy was just like four trades, and the show is like totally differently paced, and they've added a lot of stuff, and it's a whole different animal. Like it's. It's more like based on, whereas Invincible looks like it's more... I mean, I know there's differences. Yeah, it's true. But the differences... And it's animated. If it was live action, I and might Invincible be more interested. Is, is really following pretty close to us. Today. So I don't know that I need to watch it because there. I've read the book. Whereas Jupiter's Legacy, it's like... I guess for me, it's like... If it's a comic book and it's animated, it's not that exciting. If it's a comic book and it's live action, well, that's a little more interesting. Oh, really? See, does I don't mind sense? the animation. Yeah, but I, it does make I, sense. I'm I'm not big on animation either, but it's I mean, if, fine I mean, I like animation. The only thing that... I like animation, but I don't see going from a comic to animation isn't a big enough jump for me to necessarily engage. Yeah, the thing that, it does make sense. The thing that irritates me with the animation is the way they do the the shading on the pants. It was just like they peed their pants, dude. Like now you're gonna you totally ruined it for me. Now I'm gonna be watching. So the Don's worried about the the shading in Invincible, and you're worried about the philosophy. <laughs> no, I'm not worried Legacy. about it, but it's annoying every time they, they show them walking away. It's like they got like Scott's dark not spots buying the code all in their pants. The there you and go. I'm just like, it is true. I'm like, why are they always peed their pants? All right, oh, crap. Pants are always wet. Pants are always wet. Oh, do you may watch The Woman in the Window? You guys probably hated that too, which yeah. I really liked. I did not. I nailed it, it though. I mean, I figured it out. Isn't uh, That's fine. But did you like that it? That dude was creepy as He F. was. I liked it. Didn't it? Wasn't I did it good? too. Yeah. We watched Well, the... that's another one. It got really bad reviews. I'm like, We watched The Woman in the really Window. The, the trailer just didn't look very good or whatever. Yeah, the trailer didn't look good at all. Yeah. yeah. So the I movie was good. It yeah. was that. You actually liked it, huh? Okay. We watched that. And then, have you watched Greenland? 
I, I like that. That is a stupid movie. Yeah. I mean, because that's Gerald Butler, right? And Gerard the, Butler. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and the, the girl from Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, it's dumb as dirt, but it's kind of a fun dumb. And it was like, I was like watching it go in. I mean, we were... You watched the Angelina Jolie movie? Yeah, we watched that too. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Is that good? Is it worth watching? Yeah. It's all right. I mean, Did you see they're now backing off of Dune? Like, it might not come out on HBO Max? Bane no. date? Bastards. Oh, man. Um, no, I did not. But anyway, your stuff about Greenland, anything? Oh, just, I'm like, <laughs> that was just, like, that whole movie, do you even know what it's about? I know nothing about it. So, it's like, there's this comet that's hitting. Oh, uh, that wasn't, it's, it's that a, wasn't like, tell me what it's about. It's a deep impact type of thing where they're trying to. I'm explaining to, it. And so. A deep impact type thing? Yeah. Where yes. a comet's coming to hit the earth and they basically said, we pick all you people and you get to go try to take these little carriers to some place where we can throw you into a safe spot. Cool. But essentially what happens is our lead characters, some shit happens where they don't get onto the plane that they were to and other chaos type stuff happens. And so now it becomes the chase, the timeline type of thing to try to get to the last plane that you can get to, to get to the Well, they have to get back together because they're all base. split up. Well, that's true too. Which I read that I'm like, book. I'm like that. Uh, Probably so. I said, that dude is going to, Kill her and steal her bracelet. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. so they're like, they take the kid, and then she's just standing in a highway, and then she rolls up, and I'm just, I looked at my wife, and I'm like, so she just randomly goes to the outpost where she's going to find your kid. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then, the whole movie's and ridiculous. then they show up, and she calls on a payphone. I'm like, there's no fucking payphone. <laughs> How the hell does she call on a payphone? And uh, I don't know. It was just stupid little stuff to nitpick at it. But I think I read that comic book. You probably read that called. Well, there is some comic that sounds very similar to the plot. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff that sounds very similar to that plot. plot. Yes. <laughs> this isn't anything it's, new. It's not new. And then I'm like... But I, I think anytime I see... Gerald, Gerald Butler there. That Gerard. I, yeah, there you go. However you pronounce it. But anyway, whenever I see him anymore, I just think of, you know... Somebody, no, but I think of that same type of range of things in which the movie is just going to be a bunch of one-liners and kind of just dumb as dirt. Because, I mean, you've got all the has-fallen movies, you know, Olympus, uh, yeah. London, Angel, you know, all those are kind of stupid. Uh, there's something else that he's into, like Geostorm or something. Yeah, I we mean, watched that too. All, all these Barbara's movies, like, we have to watch Geostorm now. I know, all you these movies uh, are movies the are main really... Guy. Yeah, yeah, I never saw them. All these movies are just like really stupid type things with him. Like, and so, I mean, I'm immediately checking my brain out at the door when I yeah. see that he's in it. And just hoping to watch some pretty cool yeah, special effects and things. A bunch of stupid movies. Me? Yeah. Um, yeah. Except Woman in the Window. That was good. Yeah. Uh, what's I that one, it. though, that's on Netflix right now with uh, Amanda Sieg Siegfried or something like that? Uh, it's supposed to be like a ghost story type of thing. I can't think what it's like. But they move into this house and there's, you know, ghosts in the house type thing. Don't watch it, though. It is awful. I did that's... watch The Moxie. That was horrible. Oh, did you watch that one? And you st- and you did not like it. Okay, it's okay. It's your typical teen comedy thing. Is it? Actually, I did watch that one though too. The boxing. Yeah. Now that you said that, because that's the one where they're re- like rebelling or whatever, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. The the woman. Yeah, she's making her zines. Yes. Woman, girl power. Girl power. Yes. Did you yes. watch? I did, did see that one. Did you guys watch the? It was fine. Did you guys watch the? I got another one though. For you. The 
the thunder or whatever. Thunder from down under? No. No, the thunder force or whatever. The with. Oh, the, I fell asleep. Yeah. Did you ever watch Thunder Force with uh, what's her name? Yeah, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Oh, and where they get? We turned it on and I conked out after about thirty minutes. Like Olivia something too. What the hell is she eating? Raw, raw chicken, and it had dude. It had uh, what's his dude? Uh, the dude from Ozark, the TV show. Justin Bateman. Justin. Justin Bateman. He plays Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. He plays the crab. Did you see him? No, dude, I fell asleep. Uh, there's like an arch villain. And he's I've seen the trailer. He's he crazy. He's got like claws and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, it's dumb, but they're oh, really it's dumb. <laughs> he's in Is it better than Jupiter's Legacy? No, it sounds no. better. But he's like, they're they're having a fight or whatever, like in their their bad guy hideout, and he's trying to get away. And he puts his claws out like this, and he <laughs> like slinks away like a crab. It just made me laugh. It's funny. All right, I watched comics. I watched the spon- one more spontaneous though uh, on Amazon Prime. And well, you mentioned the Moxie or whatever Moxie, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, spontaneous is a um, what young adult whatever type of show there, but in this one, kids are spontaneously exploding. Oh wow! Yeah. Nice. What's that? Nice. Yeah. So I mean, within the first, in their explosion is just basically, I mean, they turn into a bunch of like just red goo that just goes all over the place, and that happens like in the first five minutes, and so the person's like exploded or whatever, and uh, so the whole show though is more of a young adult, you know, love story type of thing or whatever, you know, teenage coming of age type of thing, but in some cases it's pretty good. In other cases, maybe, you know, not so good for as much as what they're trying to throw in there. But there's there's some humor. There's a lot of sadness and other type things in there because all their friends are getting are blowing up just spontaneously. But uh, That's what the COVID is. It, it's That's better next. than Moxie. Doesn't sound like it. But uh, That's the next, it's definitely um, kind of on the sad side. So uh, you got one more. That's the next side version of COVID. You got one more. For I'm done. Mitchell versus thing. Machines. See that one, but I know it appears that you don't like animated type stuff, so I guess I like animation. I just don't want to add comic book adaptation. It is not a comic book adaptation, although good things about it. It is from the same for kids, same team that did uh, Spider-Man into the multiverse. Yeah, so it's kind of got that type of animation, but but it's aimed at like kids. It's aimed at families. Okay, so is what I'd say. Yeah, but I'm done. I'm ready for comics. Did you see that Army of the Dead comes out this week? Is that this Friday? Army of the Dead. So Zack Snyder. That's Zack Snyder. It's a zombie movie. It sounds really cool. Like there's some like it's like he doesn't watch Zack Snyder. No, I just I watched fucking Justice League four hours of the. What is Army? What's it going to be out on? (laughs) Netflix, I think. Uh, Yeah, I think it's Netflix. So it's like uh, it's zombies, and there's like some city, and they get like a team of elite operatives to go into this city and get something and pull out, and somebody hires them. It sounds like kind of cool. They hire Drax to go in and pull people out. Yeah, Dave Bautista's in it. Oh, oh my god. Barbara watched that, whatever that movie is, no. where he's like the spy. The spy. It is so good. The little kid. It's so fun. I, I didn't watch it. I came in at the end. She was watching it, and I was just like, oh, my God. You were, like, oh, my God, whatever. this is so good. Well, they were they were doing the, let's do the slow motion walk away with the music from the explosion. Da, da, da. <laughs> and it, they hit, the, or they light it, and it doesn't go off. Right. You've seen it? I've seen it, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then he's like, 
hold on. And he hits the button. He's like, just this one's for you or whatever. And it blows up and they're walking. I'm like, oh my God, that's got to be terrible. It's got to be terrible. It's better than Jupiter's Legacy. (laughs) All right, let's do comics. What are we going to talk about now that you're over there? Away. Now that Drew left, now you can talk about stuff. The one? Got this. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Keanu Reeves. Maybe I didn't like it the second time I read it. I'm pretty sure you probably didn't like it after you. I liked it the first time I read it. I didn't like it the first time I read it. This is the first time I've read it. I've never read it. Alright, what are we talking about first? Let's do some comments. He's talking about Monster. I'm talking about Monsters? Oh, let's do that. Dude, I read it. You read it? You read it? Yeah. Just now? Oh. You read your copy? I have two copies. You read your two copies? I've got to get back. They didn't ask you to send it back yet? Well, they did, but I haven't. I have a certain amount of time. I'm glad you read it. So. But I won't own it. Okay. A lot of crosshatching. Yes, I loved it. He's the king of the crosshatch. Um, This is is Monsters by Barry Windsor Smith. I guess it's like 35 years in the making or something. Yeah. Okay, so it's a Hulk. It's a Hulk. I remember now. But they said it started as like a Hulk story, which I can see that. Yes. And it was about, like, he did, so it was like, you know how, like, Bruce Banner was, um, they Smart. talked about I'm guessing how, it like, hasn't, it, I don't Gamma think it race. has any resemblance to probably what it originally started. Well, I think so, because they were talking about he went too far with the Hulk story because it delved into, like, child his childhood and how he was abused as a child, and that's yeah. what turned him into a monster and stuff, so... I mean, it's got gener- general wrath. It's true. And it's like, the dude was made in the last... I mean, yeah, it's it's totally Hulk. It's totally Hulk. I mean, It's a really cool Hulk story. It almost feels more like Captain America. Yeah. Uh, it's great, like Weapon X. It's a lot like Weapon it's X. It's Weapon X and the Hulk. It's the Weapon X, Hulk, and Captain It's America. good. I like it. And yeah, the crosshatches. Is his artwork like... Does he do that on everything? Oh uh, yeah, that it's was fairly... black and white. Well, yeah, I mean, you can tell that it's, it's written and drawn by yeah, Barry written Windsor Smith. It's like three hundred fifty pages. It's yeah, and it's like Drew said, this thing's been and it's a monster. Thirty five years. So, okay, it, so let's the style doesn't change at all. No, it's the same style. So how does he like? I want to know. Did he do it like from the beginning to the end? Like, did he just do like the last ten pages in the last year or whatever? Like, I don't know. What's I think the time frame on that. Thing? I think he's been tinkering with it for a long time. Maybe yeah. he did most of it recently. Um, hmm. I mean, he probably redrew it a fifty times or something. Oh my god! I hope not. That's terrible. I'm sure he did. Jesus. So the story is, it's about a guy. It's about a lot of people. So it starts out with this kid. This kid goes to like a military recruiting office and he wants to join up. This but, is in nineteen sixty. This is like Vietnam, right? So he's like in his sixties. Sounds about that. And he goes to the recruiting office and the guy's like, "Well, he's got like sunglasses on." He's like, "Well, what's with the sunglasses?" And he takes them off and he's like missing an eye. And he's like, "Well, I don't know if we can recruit you if you're missing an eye." And he's like, "But I got there's a special program called like a program Prometheus. I think you might qualify for it. So I'm gonna." Put a, I'm going to call, put in a good word for you, and we're going to try and get you into there. Because the guy really wants to join the military. So they get him into his Prometheus. his dad was in the military. His dad. Mm. So they get him to Prometheus, and then turns out it's like some weird super soldier type program experiment. Run by the Nazis. A former Nazi. A former Nazi. Mm. Yes. The Germans. And uh, so they put him in there, and they start 
putting all sorts of weird experiments on him and stuff. Well, the the general guy who who uh, put him in, or the guy, the recruiter, starts feeling guilty because he knows, like, I don't think this thing is a good deal, and I just threw this kid to the wolves or whatever, you know. So, so then he, it breaks off into like his whole story. Like he I'm like he, some of the review. Okay, go ahead. So he loses his shit. Because he's like, I got all this guilt that he like threw this kid to the wolves and stuff. And so, <clears throat> like, he's married with a wife and a couple kids, and he is like just losing his mind. And they put him, they gave him like, put him on like leave. Like, right. like yeah, okay, you're feeling guilty. Take like a couple weeks off, like paid leave or whatever. Right. And then they, a couple weeks turns into like six months. Six months. But, and then they have like people watching him because he never leaves the house. And they're like, take him out if he leaves the house or whatever. Like, they want to kill him. They want to take him out because he knows critter? about the... Yeah, yeah but he never leaves the house. He's but like he in his basement, like, reading old comic books. And... and then he tells his wife, like, when he was a kid, he had, like, a vision of, like, an angel. And she signed... Like, he has all these old comic books in the basement. Hmm. And he's digging through his comic books. And his wife's like, you're a grown man. You shouldn't be reading comic books. And all this other crap. And so, like, he's like, but... So he tells his wife, he's like, yeah, when I was a kid, like, I had a, an angel came to me, and she signed one of my comic books, and now I'm trying to find the signature on my comic book, or the message or whatever that she wrote in my And comic as it book. goes, it turns out that he's got, like, a, he's got the, he's got the, the sixth shine. sense, he's got the shine type mm. thing, where he can, like, <laughs> he can kind of, like, read minds, he can kind of see the future, and he gets visions, and, you know, and, you know, and his grandma had it, it turns out his daughter has it, too. Yeah. Mm. Um... Because it like usually someone in the family has it or whatever. So he's got this. Well, it turns out that girl that he met that appeared as an angel to him and signed his comic book, that was actually this kid's mom. The dude that mm. he sent. That he, that sent, he sent off. Yeah. So it all is very this it interweaving type thing. So then he goes to like he finally tells us because his wife's like, You gotta go back and see the doctor. Like, this is right. Like, you, you, need, go see you need to get your shit right. You need to get straight. And so he's like, okay. And so it's like, think, that's the thing that threw me. Like, the time jumps. I had to go back a couple times because it does jump around. It does jump around. And uh, so it's like Thanksgiving Day or whatever. And he's supposed to have this appointment. So he tells his wife he's got this appointment. And so he leaves. And then she calls the doctor's office and finds out that he's full of shit. Yeah. That he doesn't really have a doctor. So he goes to the military base to try to. Rescue, break this kid out. But before he gets there, there's this huge car chase, and these guys who are following him are trying to take him out, and it's like on the highway, and it's like a, you know, death-proof type, you know, big car chase thing. So he finally makes it to the military base, right? Yeah, he frees the kid, he escapes with him. Yeah, so the kid at this point, he's been, (laughs) they've been like pumping him full of these weird drugs and stuff, so he's like, some, he's like giant, he's like a Hulk type guy. But he's all deformed, like his face looks like, you know, that, and he's like, I don't know, it was gum. I mean, he's just all jacked up or whatever. Because the experiment went wrong. So, of course, yeah. jacked yeah, up. The, the, the German, we find out later, the German guy who was running it didn't really know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> he had some notes that somebody else wrote, and he didn't really... Yeah. He was basically bullshitting his way, so he didn't, so he didn't get, get killed. killed. Yeah. He wanted to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get all this, and he breaks the guy out. But then we do another time jump, and then we go well, back... He dies. Go, yeah, he gets killed. He gets killed in the but escape. He does get the kid And out. the kid escapes, and then he goes on a rampage. Yeah, like, like Hulk. Hulk. Like Hulk through the Canadian wilderness yeah, or whatever. Basically. To Wendigo. And they're tracking him. Trying they're to tracking him, him, trying to get him. And he so, makes his way back to his childhood home. Right. And, and that's when it flashes back to now his Now we flash back to his childhood. childhood. So his dad 
was a World War II translator, German translator in World War II, and he comes back from the war eventually because he gets tied up in this Prometheus thing because they keep talking about how because so the mom and the kid are at, at home and they're they're waiting for the dad to come home from the war, but there's like this neighborhood cop guy or whatever. Who says he he's talks to the mom and he's telling her that he's like this secret agent or whatever and like he's in contact with her husband and she can write him letters and he can get the letters to him and um, he's over there trying to doing some important stuff over there in in the war which is bullshit which is bullshit but anyway he this is later because he comes back from the war. And she keeps a diary, which that's the thing that drove me crazy. They kept showing those keys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck are the keys to? Like, this is going to be a big deal or whatever. It's the drawer that she keeps her it's diary. It's a diary. <laughs> anyway. So um, he does come back, but he's like, he's all shell-shocked. Like, he's like not the same person that mm-hmm. he was when he went off to the war. And he's abusive to the kid. And he's a dick to her. He's just this really abusive, angry guy or whatever. And he's drunk all the time. Drunk all the time. And he's just... This horrible person. So it's, then it becomes this thing about, you know, what this kid went through. And at one point he beats the kid silly and, like, takes he out his eye. And that's why the kid to lose his eye. Lose an eye. And they said it was, and the wife says it's like a bike accident. So it's this whole abusive, like, father-family situation that's just really heart-wrenching. And it's, like, done really well. And it just really kind of, you know, it's hard to read, actually. Hmm. Yeah. And then so that goes on. Go so that goes on. And then it ties... And then they go all the way back to, to the when war. when he was in the war. And they show you what really happened. Because what they said happened is the dude went crazy, killed all his... Uh, everybody in his squad and ate them. Oh, okay. And, and you're like, okay, no wonder this guy's messed up or whatever. That was and so what really happened there? What really happened is they got... They found the Prometheus German guys who had this secret project and they mm. broke in. Well, one of this, this scientist guys somehow like... You want to explain it better than me? Transformed or whatever? Or? Well, he like uh, somehow pinned it on this guy and did that, and he shot everybody. And right. So the guy that is the head of the Prometheus project, like they break in, they're they had already he had already killed everybody in there. Yeah. And then before he that comes guy got in, there. before that guy got there, and then he comes in and sees it, and this guy snowballs his way into the Americans because he's like, I have this great project. Mm. and I can make super soldiers for you and blah 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 so he snows his way back into the country um, but they did show that scene because there's that scene where he's at home yeah, back from the war mm-hmm. and he's sitting there eating and he's like what the hell is this yeah, Why it's like pigs in a blanket, but he sees like he sees like sees fingers, fingers instead of hot dogs and like yeah. he throws the plate and then they show that scene where he's sitting there and he's eating the hand at the dinner table yeah, so there's some weird. And stuff. then there's like also who is the so there one of the guys that's in his company. Is the dad of the, of the recruiter right? Yeah, so one of the guys in his company is actually the father of the recruiter. Mm. So it all just like it it's like multi generation ties ties together. together, and they're all weaved together, and they're they all like their lives are all ruined, and then that kid goes back, and then I don't know. Are you gonna? Well, we just no. pulled the shit out of it, but... It's a heavy read. Like It, it is. It starts, so, like, when I first started reading, I was like, this is moving really slow. You yeah. know what I mean? But then it seemed like, once they kind of flash back to the abuse, then it seemed like it picked up a little bit more. Oh, maybe. yeah. 
Well, and, so and then so like to flow the kid better. goes back, and then the army surrounds him, and they're gonna kill him, the the kid because they're trying right. to capture him. He's in his old house, and then you find out that like on Thanksgiving Day, like his dad went. They got him and his mom got in a fight, and his dad like, oh no 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 yeah. So her brother, <clears throat> it, so it's Thanksgiving, and his family won't come over. Because they're tired of all this shit. Like mm -hmm. his brother and her wife and their kids won't come over to the house. So he's all pissed off. Well, the wife's brother, brother wife. and her, her, his wife, they show up unexpectedly for, from like France Unexpected for him. but the For wife him. The wife knew. She just didn't tell him. And so anyway, the, the, the dad, the, the husband, the brother, he's like starts talking shit to the guy. And so they get into a fight. And then he pulls out a gun. He kills everybody. Except for the son. Hmm. Except for the son. And then, does the wife shoot? He dies. The dad dies, but I don't remember. Did he, he shot himself. Does he kill himself afterwards? I think so. So the kid sees all this happen. And then the sheriff, who's the undercover FBI guy or whatever. Like, he's in love with the wife. He's in love with the wife. He comes in and finds her and then tries to make sure that the boy's okay because he doesn't have any family now. And so then it just, he shows up at the end. Isn't he the one that? Yeah, he's like him? a now he's like a politician. Yeah, and he somehow weasels himself in when they're manhunting. Right, because he's like the governor. I didn't catch that until the very end. Because he's like the governor because he like shows up. But then he says he's not the governor. He just said that to get right in to get in there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, but it, it's it's a great book. I mean, it's it's so dense. And then at the very end, the the kid the the monster guy like he actually dies because they they like got the house around and they. Start shooting it up, blowing it up, or whatever. Yeah. And the kid thinks he's still alive, but then he sees the recruiter guy, and he's dead too. But he's dead. But he doesn't know that. He's Correct. Like, it's like a six sense. Technique. Yeah, it's like a six 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 sense thing. And so they're talking, and so they all end up passing away. And the little girl, she ends up like seeing her dad or whatever. Yeah. And then he finally goes away to heaven or whatever. Wherever you know. Wherever he's freed from, because the monsters have been. Take care of it. Yeah, it's really good. It's like cross hatching for. I was like, yeah, I'm staring at that, at that artwork, and it's like so crazy good. But yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot of sick yeah. As an artist, as an artist writer, I felt like at some points you could have maybe toned down the dialogue and did more showing and less telling. Yeah, because there's a lot of dialogue, yeah. and it's just a lot of. And he did weird things dense. too with like how he went from panels like. Normally, you would have your dialogue, and then it would start. It would carry yeah, so it was over. weird. It would like go under, it would go and then under, come up around, and then up, and then. But it wasn't under. too confusing because he always no. connected it. Yeah, like, that's interesting. yeah. It was just different. It was different. It's like it's not your normal sequence of reading word balloons. Hmm. And there's a lot of it where she talks about it through like diaries. So you have like her diary entries and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, it's like because at the very beginning, it starts out with the wife coming out and finding. Her husband beating the shit out of the kid in the barn, and he's just like screaming, like it's is it German? Yeah, it must be German because you can't he's understand it. But I didn't know if it was like demonic possessed yeah, gibberish or kinda, what. Because in the pictures, he looks kind of like he's possessed. Right? Yeah, like he's not human. But yeah, it was very good. It it's long. I, it's I mean, dark. It's depressing. But yeah, well done. Like I said, it, that this is like the book of the year. Like everybody's talking about it. Everybody. I think it's a little like, overhyped. Like I thought it was really good, but I mean, well, the art's I mean, amazing. But I think it's not a perfect book by any means. I mean, it. There wasn't too much wrong with it. There wasn't. But I thought it, 
It could have maybe flowed a little better at points. I don't know. I don't oh, think it could have flowed. Well, uh, the only thing that I had, because at the very end, they go back to the family and they say Thanksgiving or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, is this the day that he left? Like, have they flashed back? But then it's like a year later or two years uh, later yeah. and you pick it up. So I was confused. I was pretty good with all the time jumps up until the end. Yeah. And then I'm like, is this the same day? And then, but it wasn't. It was like a year later or two years later or whatever, but uh, cool. But yeah, that yeah, no, was really good. I really liked it. it I really good. liked it too. So anyway, that's monsters. Monsters. So I ordered cool. this on Amazon, right? I get my first copy. It's got a big ding right here. It's got a tear here, and like they just dropped it, so it has like a crease and a ding, and the pages are even dinged in, right? Yeah. So I email Amazon and say, send me a replacement. I get a replacement like two days later. The whole effing corner of this one is like just ripped and torn, like jacked up. And they put it in a box and they put a piece of bubble wrap, like that bubble wrap. So it's sitting like this. So the whole thing is just like, looks like this. And I'm like, that's my replacement of my jacked up copy. So I go on there to try to get another one. They won't let me get another one. They said all I can do is return, return it for a refund. refund. Which their policy is ridiculous because now they said they won't give me my refund until up to seven days after they receive the book back. Yeah. I'm like, you have no problem taking my money up front and then sending me two shitty copies uh, over a week and a half. And now I got to wait another two weeks to get my money. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Well, I don't so, know what they did with the binding because it, it doesn't close that well. Yeah, I'm noticing yours has like a weird... Kind All my books do that, dude. I don't know if it's like humid in that ba in that basement where I keep most of my stuff. All my books warp like that. Yeah. Like if I just have them sitting books. down there, they do. And I've got even bought like a dehumidifier to put like in the basement. Hmm. Hmm. And my books, like if I leave a book sitting, it'll just it just warps yeah, weird. It, yeah, I think it's just bad books. Not all my books. Your oh, absolute watchman doesn't do that. No, but I don't keep it down in the basement. Uh, I keep it in the middle, whatever. But nice. anyway, right. yeah, I monsters. Think Scott should give really because we took for monsters are excellent. Huh? It, it is, it's and that's good. why I I'll sent just... that. Trust did you me. get that? What? When Probably I sent the dead. when you sent the group message and I said put monsters exist, it was. Uh, uh, I kind of got. But nice. Scott probably did not get it. No, I didn't, did. but that's okay. All right. Really All right. Do do review, Scott. Uh, I did read. Uh, we only find them when they're dead. dead. Did you yeah. like it? Just to start off. To start off, yeah. I did. Okay. I did enjoy this. Uh, it's it's a fairly quick read. I mean, it's probably yeah, it's only, only like four issues. Yeah, the equivalent of four or five issues. Um, you know, I think you basically talked a little bit about the basic gist of it that they're. You know, kind of uh, sci-fi humans out in space, and they find you know these giant freaking people, gods that are dead, and they basically just try to kind of chop them up and and harvest them. harvest them, you know, to to make different goods, you know, needed for whatever. But the key thing is, is with the title, you know, that they only find these gods when they're dead; they just pop up. And I'm not entirely sure I got the full understanding of. It seemed like they kind of have some idea when they're gonna pop up. You yeah. know, they've got that whole eighth bell thing or something. Sure. You know, that. So I'm not entirely sure all that, but you know, the this story, you know, is kind of showing you know one particular 
what would you say it uh harvester and the hell with their their, their kind of backstory and the hell that goes through there you know they, yeah. they basically have regulations on what they can take you know and things and then there are other police that are helping enforce that but i mean they also are allowed to pretty much if they think that somebody's you know lying or trying to steal they can just pretty much blow them out of the sky so um there's you know it, it's pretty good i the art is really great it's you know kind of get that european feel which i think that's the simone de the male Deo, yeah or whatever you know type of thing it's kind of got that you know real detailed but yet uh i don't know what it is kind of just almost is it a watercolor or type of look or yeah, something I, it's, I think it's computer yeah. coloring but yeah, it's i think it weird. is computer colored but it's, it's almost trying a... to get like a watercolor feel i don't know yeah i i liked it to tell you the truth but sometimes it makes it a little it almost hard. looks like animation or something. yeah sometimes it made it a little hard to to tell what was going on especially because like the the one member of the crew is like this blonde haired white girl and yet this police officer type of person that's after him is also a blonde haired you know white girl that I, it just seemed almost to always look look very similar sometimes and trying to keep up with the action on which side was doing what uh, was sometimes a little difficult and plus they're the way that they tried to do some of their time jumps you know to show what was happening back in the past for why you know there was this you know conflict between these particular people and what was happening now well he there it gives you like a, a time type thing they they did it but then they didn't continue it i think through like one issue you know they say okay here is i don't know 2264 and here is 2234 you know or something you know so you at least get the idea that one was like 20 or 30 years before the other but they didn't always do that throughout the i think that particular issue so then it was kind of like oh shit i just jumped you know back oh okay you know and i for me personally, I had to sometimes, you know, backtrack a little bit just to go, did I really understand what timeline I was reading just a second ago? And, uh, you know, trying to make sure that I kept up. But I, I thought it was still, though, overall, a fairly strong opening. I don't know where the hell they're going to go with it. But Well, the only thing that bothered me about the art was the storytelling. It seemed like it was either close-up shots of, like, faces in the ship, you know, yes, talking, or yes. it was outside shots of the ships. Yes. Like, there's really no other environments other than in the ship or, you know, outside space, in outside But the inside ships. the ship is very close up, so you it's never get a real feel of, of what, what the, the hell the layout looks of the like. ship. Yes. Yeah. That's a very good point. And it just, it just felt weird. And I mean, so, and with the coloring being so... The color almost looked washed out to me. Like, it's just very, like, flowy, and it's just flat. No, it's not flat. It's no, opposite it's not flat. flat. It is it's bright. Like, it's like this weird, you know, like, it's dark or it's bright. Mm. Maybe they Or it's dark purpose. or it's bright. Well, I'm sure there's some cases that oh, try yeah, to I'm do sure. that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And just it's very color. Like, this is green, red, It green. was just sometimes hard for me, personally, to kind of keep up with what was going on i'd have to look back a little bit and go oh okay and now i've got a little bit better idea of what was going on in this panel because i've read now the next one you know or something like this you know it's almost like each character has their own color Maybe they, you know? i wouldn't be surprised because that one girl is very red a yeah. lot of times so it's interesting so I, like i said it, it's not bad did it, you catch what happened i, I felt the it end? was i felt it was unique and I, I, a lot of times for me i will give something a 
a little bit more of a pass. You know, if maybe the story's not as strong, but if they're trying to go somewhere where it's a little bit more unique, I'll, I'll give them a little bit more of a benefit there. Uh, it seemed like the our kind of main narrator, God or whatever, became a god. You know, oh, I thought he just did like a weird time jump or something. But maybe he did become a god. So that was the question. Oh, oh yeah, he does kind of look like he's a god. Yeah, that's what it kind of looked like to me. Because yeah. he meets up with live gods, and then all of a sudden it looks like they're going, hey, here's a countdown, you know, type things. Yeah. You know, for whatever else, and he shows up. But it's the year 2376, which is like 40 years in the future or 30. That's right. It's a jump. It's a time yeah, jump. Time jump, and then, oh, yeah. Yeah, because he met all the live gods, and then they do a time jump, and suddenly mm. it looks like he comes, he comes back out of the thing as, when as he's alive. Yeah. Yeah, he's alive, and now he looks like a god. That's so I don't what, know where you go I from here. Yeah, maybe they don't. Maybe that's his. I it, just saw the face. I didn't catch the part that he was a god, but yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how they. Interesting. Yeah, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was like, I enjoyed it. It was just kind of. There are a few things that kind of bothered me. But. Yeah, I can see that. And I think a big chunk of it is it's fairly short. So, I mean, it doesn't. It's very short. But it's dense. Like, you really have to pay attention. You do. Because there's time jumps and there's different characters. And, I would agree they, with that. As they well. really drag out. What the big like issue is between that police officer and yeah. the crew? Yeah. Like they don't reveal it to like what the last issue, oh, the second absolutely. to last yeah. issue. Yeah, and so it's like they really kind of drag that out. They do. I agree with that. But yeah, yeah, it's fairly short though overall. So cool. you just really want to read that one, huh? Or you read it? I've read it, but it's been don't remember it because it it's out. like yeah. thirty years old exactly. or something. It is thirty-five. Alright, do the one, Don. I'm very curious what you thought of this. Alright, so I read the one. The one. The one. Is so this like is a, a six issue miniseries or something? Yeah. It's Epic Line, the Marvel creator owned line from God, The Last this came Word out like in the eighties. In superheroics. This came out like eighty five, eighty six. This had to come out eighty five, so eighty six, eighty seven. This, like this is right around thirty five. Eighty five. Yeah. So thirty six years ago? It's kinda it's okay. I, I've heard of it, and I've heard people talk about it. I've just never read it. Well, we I, know Rick Veitch hates superheroes. Right. So this I, is his Superman hatred. Right. I expected a little bit more of it from it. Um, it's all right. I mean, it reminded me a lot of, it's like... The boys? The end of the world. <laughs> it's the Stephen King, The Stand. It's the... You know, it's the the world is ending, we're restarting it, blah, 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 kind of thing. So, I mean... The good old... It's set... One of a six-issue... Right. Series. It's set... Back in, in the day when so it's like the height, they knew ahead of time. The height of the Cold War. You know, it's Russia against the United States. Nuclear weapons are everywhere. Um, there's, a, there's a major villain that... Twitch or Titch or so, I can't remember what his thing is, but he basically takes control of like the United States submarines, like at the very beginning of the book, and he like holds the world hostage and he sets off nuclear war. I love the and so, fashion going on. Here so too. the Russians fire their missiles, the United States fire their missiles, but they land and none of them go off, and then everybody goes into like like ninety. 8% of the population goes into like a coma or a sleep state or whatever and there's only a there's only a few people left awake and there's this character that that's going around 
and there's like two I I didn't get all of it. There's like two two sides. There's like the the one and there's like the dark force, Everyone I guess, else, or whatever. So. There's like the good force and the dark force. The light. Dark and light. And um one of the main characters, she's like a single mom and her she has a son, obviously, because she's a single mom. She's living with this guy. He's like a drug dealer, drug drug addict, or whatever, like an '80s hippie kind of thing. Um, her son gets recruited by this, I guess, the one, and he kind of turns into him. And they're slowly like getting good people, and they're turning them into these, and they're all one. And then the I'm doing a horrible job explaining this because I, re I mean, I really didn't get it get it i don't know if there's anything to get but the guy that was like the the bad drug dealer guy like he becomes like the no not oh. that guy it's a different guy that guy's the guy that he's like the good guy it's basically like you have to choose like do you want to be a, a good person or do you want to be a bad person moving uh, forward um because this is like, like a trade or something huh did you get to select a trade or something no. Okay. Well, I think I think you gave them to me. Either oh, I picked them I up, did. or you gave them to me, and like when you purged your stuff. Um, but uh, it's what I got out of it is it's like good versus evil. You can choose to be a good guy, or you can choose to be a bad guy. And that um, druggy guy, he decides he wants to be the king of the bad guys. So he's like literally riding like a wave of people. Like, it's this giant heap of people, and he's, like, on top of it. And, like, anybody new that comes to join, like, they have to join in the bottom and then bite their way up to the top kind of thing. And it's basically just the dark versus the light. I mean, is that what you remember from it? Dude, I haven't read this for, like, 20 years. All, I mean, it was... I might have read it, like, 15 I, years. I don't even... Like, I don't even get that it's like the last word on superheroes that it's his hatred of super like i didn't even there's not even really superheroes in it i mean other than that all i remember is there's like a superman super soldier and then a female like super soldier okay yeah so and yeah that's like, the other part they so have, like they're really weird i completely naked forgot the about them they're not yeah they're not they so, sex i don't know so the the americans have of course Apparently a, something completely different made an impression on me than what made an impression on me. Yeah. So the Americans have a basically a superhero program, and there were only two people. So a man and a woman. That and, could be. And then the Russians started a program or something, and they created a guy. So he's like this big... But they keep him in containment because as he eats, he gets bigger. Uh, yeah, like, kind of if bit. he eats food, like, he starts growing. And so, well, that would make sense. After the, I do too. <laughs> after the nuclear war doesn't work, the Russians send their guy over to the United States, and the United States send our guy over to Russia. The guy. So the girl's still in the United States. Well, they're both on rampages or whatever. Um, and the whole thing is that, that they've told the, the Americans that they're brother and sister, but they're like, Oh, I love you, and it's wrong to love you. But we should, like, we have we're we're superheroes. We can't we can't procreate procreate with regular people. So, but then you find out later on that they were basically lab rats 
They go, the girl goes back to like their childhood home. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it's a bunch of, it's just a bunch of failure experiments of him and her, like still living there, like in cages, like all deformed and everything. So they had memories implanted in them that they were brother and sister to, to keep them, I guess, not to sit together or whatever. Huh? This is way worse than Jupiter's Nest. Yeah. And know. so, and so anyway, they end up fighting the rush. They also, they fight. So that is kind of the super, I guess there is a superhero aspect to it. But <laughs> I guess the other stuff made more of an impression on me than. <coughs> this sounds awful. I don't, I don't want yeah, to read this You should totally all. read this, Scott. Take uh, it, yeah. take it, read it. It's the make, last word on superhero arts. Take it, read it, and make sense. I get inspired Watchmen. Well, then it, it ended up like. At the end of it ended up like um, it was basically we're gonna we start off the world over again and oh wow now you got oh, Brat Pack next week I, I forgot I would like to read Brat Pack well, again there you go this is like they had the trilogy. big uh, the German or the Russians had tried or the Germans had tried like back in World War Two to create their own monster and it was yeah. like a giant rat yes and it it's it's it. Went into it disappeared. It went into the. Ocean. I mean, this book kind of mixed up with Max it, Immortal. It comes back. It comes back. It'd been like yeah, it living the superhero's pet. Huh? It'd been living in the ocean for like. So next week read Brat Pack, and the week after that read Max Immortal. I don't know if I have Max Immortal. I know I have a Brat Pack trade because I don't know that I have all. Of the... I might be missing one of the single issues of Brat Pack. I think the I one is not actually part of the King. I think Max Immortal is. No, this is Marvel. Yeah, no, this is not part of the King Heroic. Hell Heroic. No, this is just his. But I thought Max Immortal had a lot of the same themes. It that. might. I have maybe the Nth he. Man. I can give you that. The Nth Man. It's very different. I have like Man. one or two issues of the Nth Man. Oh, Did you? see, I got the whole set of that. Oh, Here, really? I'll give you that. Did you read Friend of the read. Devil? I didn't finish it. I got like halfway through it. No, I won't I spoil figured it. you'd give it to Scott, and I'll yep. tag on the end of it next. I, I'll I finish it up see last time. Baker, and it's like yeah. Yeah, it's I, the next reckless I'm book. I'm stealing that one. I so I got up to the point where. He's like, I don't know. I well, don't... I'll just give you the setup. Yeah. I won't get too far into the detail. But, uh, so this is another Reckless book. So Brubaker and Phillips are doing, like, three of these this year. It's like this character, Reckless. He's like a private investigator, kind of like a fixer dude. You kind of call him if you got a problem. So it starts out the book. He's been hired to basically find uh, some guy who, like, faked his death, like, 15 years ago and left his family and kids in the lurch, and he wouldn't start another family. Well... Mm -hmm. Start another franchise. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. And so <laughs> he did. He's hunting this guy down. Well, while he's hunting him down, he goes to the library and he meets this Asian girl who's on the cover there. And uh, she, they start he asks he asks her to like give him special permission for something. He needs like some information. She's like, "Well, I can't give that out." I think he's trying to find out uh, she, what this guy looked at in the library, and she's like, "I can't give that information out." And he's like, he explained to her what it's for. She's like, oh, that guy sounds like a dick. Here you go. So right. she gives it to him. And so they make like a little connection, right? And so then they run into each other or they see each other again. He or finds he, oh, he finds the guy and he goes back to tell back her what to happened. to tell her the end of the story. And they start like a relationship. Like they fall kind of in, you know, love, like a summer romance or whatever. They start to connect or whatever and they kind of become uh, boyfriend-girlfriend lovers or whatever. Well, then she tells him that she was adopted and she has... A sister who she, she wasn't grew up with. adopted. Her dad 
Her dad was in the army. Oh, okay. And yeah. Mary, which that's weird because like. Okay, you're right. So she has a half sister. Yeah, but where was the other kid? Just hanging out at home, like waiting for him to come home? Because they never talked about a wife. I assume there was a wife, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, anyway. so she has a half sister who's a white girl. And at some point, and they were super close when they were kids, but at some point, this girl left and went to like LA to become a movie star. Right. And then at some point, the girl just dropped off. Like, just, just stopped communicating, disappeared. And he's like, well, I guess I could look into it. You know, that's kind of what I do. And so then yeah. he decides to look into it. So he starts going. He goes to, like, Hollywood, L.A., and starts, like, digging into this girl's, you know. Cause, oh, because they see her in, like, a movie or something. Yeah, she's... They see her as, like, a background character in some movie they're watching. He, she's like, that's my sister. And that, and that brings up the whole story. And then right. he says, well, let me dig into it. You know, this is what I do. So he goes out to L.A. and he starts digging into it. And, like I said, I won't get into too much detail, but... It, I mean, we start to get into, like, snuff films and, you know, weird cults and, you know, all sorts of shady L.A. type, you know, orgies and all sorts of weird stuff going on. That's and, about where I was. I haven't got into yeah. the snuff films. Uh, the and, you know, you got, like, or... and, it, and it, I think it's, like, in the 80s, late 80s. Yeah, it's, like, 80s. And so you're, like, starting to get, like, the L.A. skinheads, you know, because skinheads were starting to kind of be big in the 80s about in L.A. about that time, you know, hmm. all that neo-Nazi stuff. So it's, like, has all these things, and he kind of uncovers I didn't think that, quite a bit of stuff. That was still popular, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was. But I think it kind of started in the '80s, like started being a thing again, where there were like gangs of skinheads and stuff roaming around. Yeah. Cool. I don't yeah. think there was much. The that first the half 70s. of it that I've read is good. But yeah, it's good. It's another great. Uh, you got these out of order. I didn't. They were out of order. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Yeah, I know. Juan Luis Jose Garcia. I love Lopez. Juan Jose Luis Juan Garcia Luis Lopez. Garcia Lopez. Such a classic artist. J L. G L J L G L. There you go. Just rolls off the tongue. I know, right? It's like Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I read Twilight. This thing is like I think it came out in '91. Yeah. Like 30 years ago. It's written by Howard Chaykin. It is, isn't it? It is. Does Scott know who Howard Chaykin is? I doubt it. I believe. Didn't he was he involved with the original Star Wars comic or something? He did. And he does not. And he he's not like happy to, about yes, it. He doesn't like because to, I had him autograph my copy of Star Wars yes. number one. He's like, I don't want to sign that shit. So exactly. But he's also <laughs> done other things in, throughout the years. So <laughs> he's but, mostly known for a comic book called American Flag. Anyway, yes. And, Let's hear what Scott thinks of Twilight. Yes. So it's a sci-fi type of thing, um, kind of. Uh, a deal where the humans have gone out, you know, exploring whatever you want to say, meeting different alien people and whatnot. And of course, as humans like to do, they want to try to take them all over and crap. So uh, some crap happens in which the humans kind of try to kill the wrong, well, maybe the right alien race of some type or things, but it ends up causing them to have uh, what would you say? Immortal. Immortal. Yeah, be yeah. immortal there. Don't they eat apes and become immortal or something? Not exactly, but... Um, it's like the it's so, like the Powers episode where the monkeys have sex. So, they, they found that if they ate this one alien race, you are correct, that they could extend their life. But what ends up happening is some type of crazy accident when this guy is trying to go kill these... He causes like this big explosion which causes like this one human to like absorb tons of these aliens and 
it doesn't really explain why, but suddenly she becomes like a god, and now it sounds like all humans can now have immortality without even eating this weird alien race that just because she's absorbed everything, now all humans have immortality. Huh. Why? I have no idea. But anyway... Uh, then it kind of does like a jump of like a thousand years later in that all these humans are still alive and kind of how they're worshiping the, this one girl that yet there's this one asshole that, you know, basically wants, he's been going around just slaughtering things like he was before and thinks of himself as a God anyway. And Is that Tommy tomorrow? Yep. Okay. Yep. So Tommy tomorrow then gets into a fight with the other female that, uh, considered a god and supposedly blows everything up and kills her and then for whatever reason because he killed her or whatever and there must only be one the highlander thing i don't know what it is he now becomes like the god power and so that's kind of what happens through issue two and then in issue three it's like how do they take down the god you know and this they watches the watch well here again, it's like uh, he needs to figure out a way to just say, oh, I had somebody go off into the great unknown and they found who uh, was kind of the keeper of said aliens that gave us immortality and they gave me this magic jigamadoo that uh, allows me to kill the person so that we won't have to be immortal anymore. And, the card's magic flute. Yeah, pretty much. And so th then they it, they end up getting there and of course they, they kill Tommy tomorrow and now mortality has returned to the humans and uh, it basically takes the point of view of this one general gentleman, uh, Glint or something like that. Grint, maybe like that. And, and he's, you know, kind of narrating throughout the stories. But... Uh, it's amusing in its way in there again it's it's kind of original you know type things for a lot of that type stuff um i do have to admit that the there's a lot of words for this type of thing it, especially by the time i got to like the last issue the narrator is constantly giving his freaking you know two cents on what the heck the characters are saying you know and stuff and it to me it just got to be too much by the time I got to that last issue, you know, of, of going, you know, okay, I, I admit some of this wise cracking was kind of amusing before, but now you've made it to your climax and you're still doing this shit. Just kind of get, keep on with the story, you know, and get there. Otherwise, you're kind of pulling me out with this guy, you know, constantly throwing in this this kind of type stuff. And, uh, but it, it wraps up. It's a tight little story. It, it moves at a pretty good pace and things. Uh, it, it feels maybe in some way I mean it's sci-fi but in some ways it, it's kind of feels dated in some weird ways but I've never really read anything you know related to that so I don't know it's just it's kind of uh, kind of odd the the art though is, is rather amusing though with uh, a lot of what that story is doing and, and the good thing is that each character you know some artists have that thing where they are drawing humans and every freaking human looks the same. Definitely not in this one. I felt like you could always kind of tell who was who, you know, which is like a great thing, you know, in, in a lot of respects when there is several main well, characters. Well, he is a legend. Things. So, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Okay. Well, I haven't read it. a big deal. I think I read it this fairly recently, like maybe a couple of years ago. 
it's really dense, but yet the way the story is told, he doesn't really spoon feed you too much. I know you said there's like a lot of narration, but he really he makes you you right. He really makes you work for it a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, he doesn't explain some things, but I don't know necessarily that it's needed either for where he's going. Yeah. You know, so I guess for that it didn't really bother me. I I don't know that it was. I don't know that the narration in things that was needed. Like I said, sometimes it was just, it was there to try to be a humorous effect. Yeah, it's and more I think, of like flavor. That's right. And I think by the time I got to the last issue, I didn't need that flavor anymore. You didn't want the flavor. You just wanted yeah. to get on with the story. I just story. wanted to get on with the story so because you've built it up in two issues to your climax now. Yeah. Now I'm through with trying to read two things of two people's, you know, inputs yeah. and stuff. I just want to read how you wrapped it up. Yeah. The interesting thing about this, all these characters were like old DC like space characters. Really? And okay. he, he took all those characters and like sort of turned and made like a book story about them that's a little post more postmodern rather than the old style. Okay. Like who? I don't know. I've never heard of I thought this. Tommy Tomorrow was a character and that's know. what I thought. That's what I remember reading is he basically took all the kinda like how Watchmen took the Charlton characters yeah. and did something. He took all these like Space characters that huh. DC had rights to, and sort of weave them. I wonder if that main girl that becomes a god, uh, is, she's got like a one-word name or something weird. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised Ursula. if there's some. Her, would you say Ursula? Ursula. Yeah. 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 No, nice. it's like uh, it's something K. But uh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, I really like that book. It's it's a pretty tight little three-issue thing. It really is. I, I mean, it's very dense. There's a lot going with on. I wonder if Howard Chaykin would like to sign that book. Or Did I not have him sign number one? I don't know. Probably not. I think I had him sign my American Century cover when I met him. Juan. He might have been charging too. Juan Garcia Lopez. He's dead, is he? No, he was at Planet. The last Planet they had. 2019? Really? Yeah. Wow, she got sketch from him. I was gonna. <laughs> I don't think he was sketching. I don't know. Isn't he like 90? He's. I think he's older, yeah. I walked like by because. Carell? I'm not a huge what Carell. I'm not a huge fan of his work. I mean, it's not like, but I mean, he's not like I followed him around and stuff. So I had a couple things that I was going to get autographed. It's got like this strange. He wasn't. He was charging. Feel though, or something. In some respects, it almost looked kind of. It's almost Mobius. Transmet feels like this might have been an influence, but maybe Warren Ellis never read this. I have no idea, but. Transmetropolitan. The fact that the one guy that's kind of doing the narration, his big thing was he was a journalist, you know, and he's telling this whole story, uh, you know, and things. So it makes gotcha. it, it almost made me feel like it was like a uh, Spider Jerusalem, you, you know, prequel, you know, in some ways, you know, because gotcha. this guy's always trying to be real witty and, and give some things. It's like I feel like I'm reading. An early version of Transmet, you know, in some ways. I haven't actually read Transmet, so. Well, I can't say Not I've read it all, but I've I read a good chunk of it. it. Have you really? All the absolute versions? I do. God damn you, Don. <laughs> I, you are like my hero. And you haven't read them? No. You have the absolute versions of like every no, comic I like every, love uh, or thought maybe. about reading or whatever. I else. don't have the Why the Last Man ones, and I don't have. Oh. And I don't have um, Preacher. Preacher? They didn't do Absolutes of Preacher. Of Fables? Of Fables. So it says Twilight. They do have. It attempted to bring in all of DC's future science space characters, many originally from the 50s and 60s, into one series. 
Um, it was another radical revamp of DC characters, including Tommy Tomorrow, the Star Rover, Star Hawkins, Manhunter 2070, and Space Cabbie. Never heard of any of them. Well, that's, I think that was the point. A bunch gotcha. of weird characters. Well, it didn't work. Didn't work? I think it worked as well. Well, no, it, well, it's, it was going to bring them all back. Oh. And then they were going to do something with them. Uh, all they did was Twilight. I mean, oh, if that well, was their goal, that's fine. killed off, like, most of them. Yeah. Well, then that was a horrible plan on DC's part I, to let I, Howard Chaykin and ride. <laughs> Probably so. Uh, that may be. Let's bring all these guys back and revamp the whole thing. Oh, okay, kill oh, everybody. Oh, wait, he killed everybody. Is that the end of Outcast? Yeah, I was going to talk about that. It's the it's end. The very last it's issue the last of Outcast issue. came okay. out. Oh, wow. Why is Zac Efron And it was four ninety nine. It's not Zac Efron. That's amazing. You gotta have Zac Efron in the last. So the last issue pretty issues. much finished everything, and this is like the epilogue. Yeah, because that came out like I don't know, eighteen months ago. Uh, like a year. Probably. It was like it was a, a year while. ago. It was a while ago. Oh my gosh! And so it's in, a year. In pure Kirkman fashion, it's still Planetary holds the record for that. Well, that's three true. years between the second to the last and the last holds issue. The record. Yeah. So. <laughs> But yeah, so no, this was good. I mean, it's just kind of an epilogue and everything. Gotcha. Happy ending, you know. Everything. Is yeah, it a happy so. ending? Yeah, really? Kirkman says he always has a happy ending on his books. Say what? So he, he <laughs> so he uh, finished <laughs> with a happy ending. I guess Walking Dead was kind of a happy ending. Hopeful. So yeah, no, Outcast was good. Okay, good. I have it. I just have to read, it. read the whole series. Now. Right. You have to go back and reread the whole final thing, arc of Moonshine. Yeah, we're into the final arc of Moonshine. That's all I really need to talk about. Okay, cool. Was it Outcast? Yeah, that was all. You got like a whole stack of stuff. Yeah, but you can't it's, all, give like, some, like, it's little, all stuff that's in the middle of stories. Little two lines about something. Hey, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Too. I did read I got Doctor two, issues two and that. three. Did you read them yet? No. Two and three? You liking this? Yeah, it's still fun. I mean, it's a fun kind of road trip. Lots of action type thing. It's cool. That reminds mm. me of uh, art that a comic I used to have from Image back in the day. Probably it was. was. Like, it's Tony Daniel. Oh, Tony Daniel. Yeah. Was okay. It, Probably uh, like uh, the, I don't know. He had a bunch of tens. The tens. Yeah. yeah. That was Tony Daniel. That's the guy. I'll be damned. That's him, man. You're good eyes. Man, Scott. his art hasn't changed. It hasn't changed years. in like thirty uh, years. Are we doing Watchmen then? Yeah, let's do. There's that. nothing else in that stack though. You're serious? No, there's nothing else in the about. Golly, he brings like these stacks all the time. Is it just to try to like intimidate us or what? Maybe I it's just a boxes me. Over I mean, you have like freaking. I brought boxes over it at times, and it didn't intimidate anybody. Well, that's because I just figured you were just trying to show off or something weird. And so like we're on show that you issue read like three of Watchmen. Three that you're trying to pull stuff out. Look at Wait, this! I bought this comic for fifty years, and I'm missing issue five. Five. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, we're on three. We're on number three. Issue three. The pirate so comic. So they finally start the pirate comic thing. I know. What do you think of that? That didn't do much for me this time. I think it gets better, but... It, it does, but my problem point, is, is that I don't much. think that I ever really understood the whole point of that thing. I mean, the story within the story. It's yeah. kind of neat, but I, I don't know that I ever really understood the... The significance? The significance, the symbology that I really needed to in depth of that. I, I don't know. It's the foreshadowing of the burning carcasses and the dude smelling putrid flesh and war and what's coming. Yeah, sometimes... Yeah, I guess, but... Sometimes the words in there kind of parallel what's going on in the main story. Somewhat. Oh, dude. Ooh, but... though, here's something that I want to point out. How they keep that stuff going, you know, of the kind of first scenes to the last scenes. Uh -huh. 
notice that this is zoomed in on oh, kind, yeah. and it kind of zooms out and you're seeing the the fallout the nuclear radioactive oh, symbol now look at the back and it actually starts on the previous page in which you're seeing all the little, uh, symbols. little symbols then all of a sudden he zoom, zooms in on one on the map and um, then zooms in even closer as you're getting there uh, now granted yes. it's not the very last not scene blast, but, but it's still. in the very symmetry yeah, so, yes i like it I did like, if we're oh, just sorry. doing our general thoughts or whatever. Yeah, like, general thoughts. I did like how, like, I noticed too, which I don't know, everybody's like, oh, I noticed this, I noticed that. Well, since but, Drew pointed out, you know, in particular on that right. first issue, which I think I always kind of knew subliminally a bit, but uh, maybe didn't pay much as much attention. Was this issue whole, longer? It seemed like there was it more did. going on. The, the whole thing where... Dr. Manhattan is doing like the interview. Oh, yeah. And they're walking through the alley. And when they start fighting, it's like they're talking here. And it matches. But what's it matches happening. what's going on. It's yes. like, it's, it, there's that one part where it's, uh, yeah. Am I starting to make you feel uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah. And, and she's, she's like hitting that guy in the She crotch. loves to go for the cross. I do yeah. have a question. She does quite often, I do doesn't have a she? Question. But the show's over. Yeah. What is Lori wearing underneath that trench coat? I don't think anything because, okay. but then so she's walking around with a yeah, which is interesting too because she's like you she don't think she's it. wearing anything? Yeah, she I thought that well, she had like at least some undergarment. Well, she stormed out. She might, but she threw the coat off. She on. did. She stormed up. She goes, "I'm getting dressed and I'm leaving." Okay, so she must have gotten dressed. Somewhere. I guess, but I don't know. It's just the way in the movie she wasn't wearing anything, was she? I don't know. I don't remember. I saw that movie one time. I just thought the way they're drawing her, like I mean, she doesn't have pants on clearly, right? It's like a, I think she went over there to get some. But I don't think she did because she goes back. She wants to go back. And then, I guess it's a long issue, but not a lot happens. Basically, she storms out of Dr. Manhattan's and then meets up with the Night Owl. And then Dr. Manhattan goes on that show and gets hit by the press and gets right. all decides to leave goes. the planet. Because he can't I, relate to people and he can't relate to anybody and he just does harm. He, what do you say? He can't relate... Physically or emotionally. Or right. emotionally, yes. And I like well so the the news vendor guy, the he's the hey, whole your time. Book is so small, Scott. Yeah, your book well, is that's so my small. book. This is yours, dude. Uh, Damn it. Your book is the, so small, Drew. The news vendor guy, like the whole time he's just like, This is how I feel and this is what should happen and I know everything and he's like, Everybody's gotta look out for themselves, nobody's take care of anybody and then he gets that paper where it's like Af or Russia invades yeah, Afghanistan, and he's like, here, here kid, take this. He's take like, that's hat. what I always say. Yep. <laughs> he's like, share with everybody. Yep. <laughs> like, you never know. I like the fact that Dr. Manhattan, oh, the light blue, that just really won't work. We need to bring in the... Bring in makeup. Bring in makeup, and he's like, oh, you mean like this? You know, and... It's like, oh, that's perfect. And that's it, perfect. It, here's the thing. So, like, you live... In this world, so, like, you're aware of Dr. Manhattan. You're, like, aware of superheroes, right? And he teleports into that thing, and the terror on that lady's face. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, or the little... guy or whatever is, yeah. like, over the top. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, my falling God. Falling on the ground and, like, just... Part of it could be, though, just seeing Dr. Manhattan and going, oh, fuck. Right. You know? I think he was just surprised. Someone that... just appeared. <laughs> so that's an overreaction appear. just for a, a little bit. And the receptionist, I mean, she's just sitting there. And he shows up, she's like, I don't get paid enough for this. Like, uh, okay. Really? <laughs> like, the dude just teleported. Like, I don't know. Like, do you need a pay raise to be in a lobby where a guy teleports? 
but uh but yeah and it's all so i mean that's the important part well part of the important part is the um night owl what's his name i can't think of his name uh dan, dan. yes and sally yeah they Lori Lori because they get into a they get into a skirmish so they get the taste for the superhero back so they don't have any powers right neither of them like Night Owl has gadgets Lori has nothing yeah she just has good fighting skills because she's been taught since she was like a kid so does the Night Owl have good fighting skills I'm kind of surprised they could take these guys yeah I think that the Night Owl overall has some fairly decent fighting skills he's, although he's a gadgety guy he seemed like he's he like was batman yeah he 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 he's definitely him, like he's the batman I character I him and rorschach or whatever though did their thing there for a while yeah, so i guess he has so some that's why skills. i think that he's got fighting skills because they paired up and you got to think that rorschach probably wouldn't pair up with just a total pansy so it's true you know well no because in the in the last issue when they did the flashback to the riots he was riding Night? Oh, yeah. Well, you flash back to the riots. The comedian was with Night Owl. Yeah, he was. The comedian was with Night Owl. Yes, Rorschach ditches him or whatever. Right, but but when they were talking about forming a new team, you know, and stuff, they talk about well, two of us have been out, you know, being Night Owl and Rorschach for for a while, you know, and stuff. The the joke, the Gordian Knot Lock Company, like that's great. Gordian Knot. Say what now? The Gordian Knot, the lock company where he gets uh, he gets a new place. lock, yeah. It's the Gordian Knot lock company. I don't get it. Can you explain it, though? You know what the Gordian Knot is? No. Oh. It's supposed to be, like, uh, yeah, that, impossible okay. knot to untie. Oh, that's a good name for a lock company. Yeah. Yeah. And there, it was, like, a famous story or whatever, like, I he tried to do it, and then he just cut it. Cool. Which that has to do later on. I did, like, like with Rorschach. Beat and stuff. Uh, Breaking the lock. Right, he yeah. breaks it again. He goes, hey, that, that lock was a little bit better. He's like, you need to get more quality. Yep. And he ate all the sugar, so Lori couldn't drink her bitter coffee. I do find it amusing, though, that they, like, went and found anybody that Dr. Manhattan even, like, you know, <laughs> <Right>. talked <laughs> to. It's like, these people all have cancer. It's like, well, you know, lots of people have cancer. Really, lots yeah. of people have cancer. Yeah. He goes, so Dr. Manhattan, he gets, I mean, if we're going to do it play-by-play, so he has an interview on TV. He's, like, preoccupied. Lori. We covered all that. He didn't cover the multiple Dr. Manhattans having sex with Lori. And then, <laughs> and then another one, like, do it as experiment. Right. Right. Really That's what off. really made her mad. That is That's what, what made really her made her mad. <laughs> You're not concentrating on me. I love the part, too, where she gets mad and she throws, like, the beaker. And it goes right through. And then it, and, well, well, no, he it puts it back together. But he just looks at it, and, like one of them's talking, and the one dude just looks at it and just reforms no, it, but it's back together while he's still talking to her. Well, he's like, I don't understand why you're mad. It's almost like uh, it's almost like an yeah, I felt invincible. Cover all this, so go to the Mars thing. It's almost like an invincible where the his girlfriend or whatever she's like she breaks up with him oh, and yeah. he finally tells her oh but her, I'm invincible I knew that all along I knew that all along I'm <laughs> mad at you because you've been lying <laughs> to me about it he's like what so Dr. Manhattan's <laughs> done with people because he goes to the interview it goes yeah. bad he teleports everybody away so he can just be by himself yeah then um, I love he, the fact that he teleported everybody away instead of him just <laughs> teleporting <laughs> everybody <laughs> <laughs> like get the hell out of here 
He's uh, like, wow, I could go anywhere, but instead I'm going to make all the rest of you go places. Doesn't, doesn't Lori, like, get sick when that happens? So I imagine in all those other poor people are, like, on the side somewhere we're puking. Going, what the hell happened? I love the little army guy who, who he meets it when he comes back. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. No, I'm He's like, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going, I'm to, leaving. I'm I'm going, going to Mars. Mars. Oh, oh, yeah. Funny yeah. on Mars. They said you were, were a funny guy. Oh, wait. <laughs> so he does. He decides to leave so he goes back to Arizona which we don't know why he's there yet but in the book but we know why he's there he finds an old picture of him as a human and then he decides yes but with his ex-wife ex-wife yes yeah. and then and he, he takes that picture doesn't he and... yeah I believe so I don't know yeah well, he has it in his hand I think he drops it on Mars and then or does he actually yeah he goes to Mars so then the news breaks that Dr. Manhattan left, so He's now gone. And so now the Russians, so now the Russians are invading, invading Afghanistan because there's nobody to prevent them prevent from doing squat. And then um, and the comedian's dead, so uh, wow. My base, my my favorite part is your shock, who we don't know is your shock yet, but the guy with the sign that the world is ending. Make sure you save my book for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I, it's going to happen today for sure. It's going to happen today for sure. But make sure you save my book. And he double checks the second time oh, that he saves favorite. his new Frontiersman book. Tomorrow. And then when he shows up tomorrow, he's like, oh, we're living in yesterday. I did it. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> what? And I like it when they're in the they're in the war room, the presidential war room. Yeah, that's Nixon's funny. in there. It's like, all right, we'll lose the East Coast. All right, well, that's okay. Well, where, where, where are we oh, gonna be? I don't think he thinks it's okay. He's just like, hmm, that's not very. Yeah, he's like, well, we'll lose the East Coast. He's like, but the the heartland should be okay. Yeah, we got the farmlands going. He's got the farmlands. He's like, oh, that's cool because we'll need that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's all gonna float he's down like, to Mexico. Where will we South be? America. Ah, we'll be somewhere else. Yeah, but he doesn't. He kind of go, hmm. Those odds, I'm gonna have to think about or something. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but, he says losing the East Coast, we'd need to. I don't know. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to. Yeah, take, I gotta think about I gotta that. Have to think yeah. about it. You know, I think we'll give it a week, gentlemen, before bringing out our big guns. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I do uh, find it just amusing. Yeah, they're in general where they're like, well, is that acceptable loss? Hmm. I don't know. I gotta think about it a little bit. And, and they were the, more under the hood type stuff, where kind know, of wraps that up, wrapping <laughs> some of that up. Yeah, that it that didn't that, do anything for me. The the under the hood thing, the not way. as good as the first two, was it? No, and I'm just like okay. But really, what this one's trying to be is just kind of the it's transition. The transition, exactly right. Yeah, because I think this is the last one of the under the hood in it general, is, right? Yeah. yeah. What are we doing? And now he starts it's getting into Doctor Manhattan backgrounds. Next time, I think. Yeah. Right. I know it is, but I'm like, what's no, I'm saying the, the after stuff is Doctor Manhattan. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. Listen. Gotcha. All right. Yep. So. Cool. No, that's good. good. I'm excited about next issue because we're gonna get Doctor Manhattan backstory. I think. And I've forgotten this. Yeah. We get. Really? You don't remember how Doctor Manhattan became? Did I haven't read Watchmen in like 20 years? He gets Still. stuck in the chamber because. Well, I know that, he, but I mean, I probably, I probably reread this, um, probably before the movie came out. I bet you. I've read it since the movie. I don't came know out. if I did. Probably, I did, and then after once again because I have this cool. Because you got the cool absolute cool word thing. of gotta, the large. I gotta justify. And I gotta justify spending the money on it. So you gotta read it. Somewhere. How much did that cost you? Five hundred dollars? Seventy-five. I think it was what it was. Seventy-five bucks? Whatever. Shoot, Don, you spend. And I'm sure you got a discount. I'm sure. And this is like a diamond order every week. Yeah. This is like a 
seventh praying or something. The seventh praying of the absolute? Yeah. They make so much money. I'm sorry, it's a second. It's only a second printing. Ooh. It's not a first. It's a you second. should get that signed. I doubt I can get Alan Mortis. <laughs> Maybe if we if I brought him. Where the hell is he gonna uh, I don't know, you'd have to go to a big con. Brought. He's not gonna come. He has to go to a big con. He doesn't do many anymore. Hmm? He doesn't do many anymore. Sure not. So I said you'd have to go to like New York. How old is he now? C two E two. Sixties probably. C two E two New York. I doubt he does those shows. They would be the one that would bring him in if they would if bring somebody him in. Brought yeah, him somebody in. brought him in. Sure, I'm sure they try to get him every year. Like, come we to met New him York. at Comic Con. I don't know that I did. We met him at Comic Con. San Diego. San Diego Comic Con. San Diego Comic Con. You say Comic Con. That means San Diego. That means San Diego. Yeah. But you should say the Comic Con. You know, type thing. Kind of like VU, isn't that like uh, Miami University yeah. or something? Well, I met him. Well, he was at one booth doing something. The Ohio there, State. And then the he was Ohio at the State. booth with Frank Miller signing. The one where you got the ticket? Yeah, he was there too. See, I wasn't at that because I didn't win. I know, but he was at another one that we met him, I thought. Mm. I don't know, maybe. I don't remember ever meeting Dave Gibbons, but that doesn't mean that I haven't. I met him twice, same time. Wow. Mm. Sure. You would think that you would have met him if Drew has. Well, I would, but we didn't always but stay together. Now, we probably. Yeah, that's true. You probably met. I'm like not a, a huge. I mean, people. I was trying to think about that year that I met Grant Morrison. It was at. I was trying to remember who was at the because it was he was at the booth. I think it was. I know that um, Darwin Cook, Cook was there. there. I think it was 2010. I know, but I'm trying to remember who else was at that table. I think it was Chris Burnham okay. and Cameron Stewart, maybe? It wasn't a table, it was a booth. No, and they had a couch in A booth. I was trying to remember who, because there were three people at that booth. Cool. I think it was Chris Burnham and Dave Stewart. So that's and four Darwin people. Cook. Excellent. And they've all worked with Grant Morrison. Nice. Except Darwin Cook. The other two. Yes. Sea guy. Okay. <laughs> and. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Don is just going into rambling at this point. So we'll just wrap up the podcast. And we'll see you in a couple Any weeks. Any last words? No. no. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>